0: Beep <laughs>
1: August 9th, 2022, here from New York. Here I am, there you are, it's Frank. This is the Quite Frankly Pre-Show. If you haven't noticed, there's a little bit of a play on words there between my name and the title of the show. Started off as a joke, of course, like all things. Like all things worthy of note, it started off as a joke. Nothing memorable was ever started seriously. But I am here tonight, and we're going to have a good show, I think. When we were live last night, I had just finished saying how Sean David Morton came on the show with me and Rob, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, closer to two months. It was the very early goings of the summer. And he came on, and uh, he said that around August 8th, if not, he said August 8th. Things were going to pop off, that the Lionsgate would open up on August 8th. And uh, yesterday, I'm looking around, I said, okay, well, yeah, we have this IRS thing, that's pretty bad, but what I call it, I mean, things, it's not like the country was okay before yesterday and then the IRS got expanded by 87,000 people, but then the raid, that happened right after, a few minutes after I said, well, it's August 8th and nothing really out of the ordinary, Just, the, just, you know, status quo evil status quo evil for sure but then that we got news of the raid i said okay well i've got to bring sean david morton on tonight at least for a victory lap so he'll be joining us around the last 20 minutes of the first half if i can get through what i have lined up over here which is mainly reactions and theories and analysis of all um of what's happened around this story since last night then maybe we can get them on a little bit right after the bottom of the hour so let's see how how diligently we can work. Um, I want to thank my sponsors for this evening that is Secret Nature CBD. I forgot to bring another pack of secret Nature CBD over here because man do I feel a difference between I between me starting a show with or without it on some nights? A nice little full-spectrum CBD boost, a relaxation staycation for the nervous system. Go check them out, secretnaturecbd.com. Promo code, frankly, for 20% off of everything. And they got such a great, great uh, array of products that have been carefully cultivated to cleanliness and perfection over the last 20 years. So, go check him out. Tomorrow, we got Nick Fad in the studio. I cannot wait to have him in the studio. He called in once years ago and then we hung out just a few weeks ago in, um, in New York. The, the Night of the Minds event. Good friend and I can't wait to have him in the studio just to talk about this and that. Election nights or whatever the hell is going on right now. What is happening ladies and gentlemen? What the hell's going on? Do you know? Does anybody have an idea? What's the happening and what's the distraction? I'm sure everybody's asking those questions in their private time, in their private circles, on their telegrams, but we're going to go into the grab bag now. We'll deal with the rest in a little bit. So here we are. First thing up, and remember all of your Super Chats tonight, quite frankly, superchat.com, only on quite superchat.com so I can organize them, all the Super Chats for the rest of the week. Not only are you supporting the show and, and adding your, your thoughts to the show, but I'm going to take each name, counting them once, each, each name that's sent over a super chat, and they are automatically in the running for all of Matt's handwritten notes on how to survive the Loch Ness Monster Encounters and also Shark Bites. So just remember that there are, I already had one person get in touch with me say, Frank, I have to win these notes. I said, I, I cannot in good conscience rig this raffle, my friend. I can't. So, (laughs) what do you want from me? Here's a headline from Euronews.Green. It will not surprise you. Headline, rainwater everywhere on Earth is unsafe to drink due to, quote, forever chemicals. Forever chemicals, study finds. Rainwater almost everywhere on Earth has unsafe levels of forever chemicals, according to new research. Per and poly... Uh, Flora-like substances Are a large family of human-made chemicals That don't occur in nature They are known as forever chemicals Because they don't break down in the environment They have non-stick or stain-repellent properties That can be found in household items Like food packaging, electronics, cosmetics And cookware But now researchers at the University of Stockholm Have found them in rainwater Most locations on the planet Including Antarctica There is no safe place to escape them. Coming right from Stockholm, which is appropriate. Because to believe these assholes, you'd have to have Stockholm Syndrome. So, I mean, the same people who want to prosecute you if you collect rainwater now want to dissuade you from using it because of forever chemicals. Can we dig a well then? No, 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 absolutely not. In fact, you're under arrest for even suggesting that. So... Collect your rainwater, ladies and gentlemen, and filter it through your Berkey, and you're fine. I mean, you can you can you can drink pond water through uh, filters like Berkeys, and uh, I'm not selling them, by the way. You go out and buy one. I'm not going to get a free toaster. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't be afraid of of rainwater. Uh, here you go. I knew this one was from Florida, but most of the stories coming out of the smoking gun is uh, centered around Florida craziness. Listen to this headline. A woman busted for meat attack on male partner. A Floridian, 42 years old, threw raw steak at a victim, but missed the mark. So then why? Why was she? It's like what Gloria Trillo did to Tony uh, Tony Soprano threw a roast at his head a Florida woman is facing a domestic assault charge for allegedly throwing a raw steak at her partner during the uh, confrontation on Sunday night in their residence I wonder if they're actually going to be um, they're charging her for assault against the steak because it's very expensive I bought a a t-bone fresh from the farm the other day that was $18 I mean, it's thick. It's, it's going to be so good. I'm defrosting it right now. I'm going to have it tomorrow night when I get home from work. But um, But I would I would actually charge her for assault on the, the steak. Police say Rochelle Wright, 42, and the male victim were involved in a verbal argument and were intoxicated when the uncooked meat went airborne. Wright and the man cops report have been together for 20 years and are parents of a juvenile. What the hell kind of a way to... Re- our parents they have a child they're parents of a juvenile in case you needed to know according to a criminal complaint Wright quote became angry at the victim while he was seated in a chair inside the family's home in tarpon springs a tampa suburb Wright investigated uh investigators alleged subsequently picked up the steak and threw it at the victim the meat however missed its mark instead The stake stuck the victim's, uh, struck the victim's chair and nearby wall. When questioned by police, Wright reportedly copped to the meat flinging, saying she was tired of his behavior and their arguing. I don't think that they should. This this is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, the here's another one for you. The Daily Beast and MSN. They are trying like hell. You remember I told you about this dark brand Brandon? They wanted to try to make um, Joe ba- Joe Biden like badass or something like that, which is impossible. Well, they are continuing to try to astroturf this into reality, which is not going to work, mainly because it's an you can't hold these two things together. Number one, Joe Biden's a badass who's taken the world by storm and is doing a great job. And number two, we desperately need to replace him before the next election. We can't do this anymore. And he's barely polling at 30% even on MSNBC. So I just... So this is a... This is like a a fad. with Among AI and people who have room temperature IQ. Here's the headline: Dark Brandon. How the left stopped worrying and learned to love Biden's alter ego. Stopped worrying. They are. What are you fucking talking about? They have never. These are the most completely. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's so fun. That's funny in itself. The left stopped worrying. When Senate Democrats finally passed their big-ticket climate change, health care, and tax bill on Sunday, they fired off the usual press releases hailing it as a historic achievement, which it was not. Which it was not. And um, I'm 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 just I'm happy that th- that the people who think it's nice are going to feel the pain as well. I just wish they knew why they were feeling the pain. It's that's the only unsatisfying thing. I'm fine with watching people go down with the ship that they uh, that they lanced. A hole in the side of, but um, but they'll never understand. Dark Brandon tweeted: White House Deputy Secretary Andrew Bates is crushing it. Oh, the White House was doing this too. Oh, the, why, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is so fucking cringy. This is so cringy. I didn't know that the White House. I thought that this was this was disaffected, purple-haired freaks on the internet who were trying to, trying to find some kind of a way to gain some traction in a more modern, grassroots kind of a way, but it's impossible. It's impossible, you just, it's not good. I did not know that the White House was trying to get in on the branding of a meme or a trope or a an alter ego, but I did find one, um, I did find one Dark Brandon meme that i thought was actually really appropriate this is a and here you go dark brandon made a way over to the right and they started doing exactly what you do with the meme here it is here is a glowy-eyed badass joe biden hashtag dark brandon it's shower time ashley there you go that's what happens that's a that is a concise a concise piece of political commentary right there dark brand and how the left stopped worrying how they stopped there's no alter ego there's no alter ego to Joe Biden he's a handsy senile old man who shits his pants in front of the Pope he only has one personality now do you understand he he only has one personality they're using the social media to astroturf some kind of a magnetism that does not exist for this old bastard Okay, so that's enough. That's enough of that. All right. All right. And what else do we have here? 708. 708. I wanted to play this last night, but we had no time. Here's Roger Waters. Pink Floyd. Sat down with that uh, Smirconish. Michael Smirconish. He's He's such a... He's such a smarmy bastard. Another one, another one with the um, the galaxy brain on CNN or wherever it was. He sits down on CNN and they actually aired this. CNN aired Roger Waters, as Raheem Kassam said, brutalizing Smirkanish on the issue of Ukraine. Of course, afterwards, people like Ned Ryan were wondering, why would CNN allow this to go on? I mean, obviously, I guess it would be even more... I think in just a Occam's razor kind of a situation, it would be it would be a little bit more damaging to hide the entire thing because then somebody might say, where to go?" They scrapped an entire interview because it didn't go their way, so I guess they just let it out. All of their ancillary outlets and all of their friends and all that, they put out headlines. That started saying, "Oh, Roger Waters is pro-Putin, pro-Russia, Russia apologist." So they they did do some damage control afterwards. But he makes too much sense. Listen to this. This is uh, two minutes, uh, two minutes and 19 seconds from a couple of days ago on CNN. Really interesting.
2: Well, he's fueling the fire in the Ukraine for a start. That is a huge crime. Why weren't the United States of America uh, encourage Zelensky, the president, to negotiate, obviating the need for this horrific, horrendous war but you're, that's you're, killing
1: You're blaming, how, uh, we don't know how many you've killed bl- Hold on, here comes the talking penis. I mean, it's the party Russia's. that
3: got invaded, come on, you've got it reversed.
1: Well, well, no, I, well, that's, that's- are, are you denying the CIA ar- narrative, my dude? Ha ha ha! It's the exact meme. It's the exact meme.
2: You you know any war? When did it start? What you need to do is look at the history, and you can say, well, it started on this day. You could say it started in 2008. Yep. Okay. It's basic. This war is basically about the action and reaction of NATO. Pushing right up to the Russian border, which they promised they wouldn't do when Gorbachev Negotiated the withdrawal of the
3: USSR from the whole of Eastern Europe When you say this then I have to say what about our role as liberators you of all people our role as liberators
1: these people are just out of their mind out of their mind, they think that they're the saviors of the world, they have it right, they're the do-gooders that everybody asked for, they are the heroes that people begged for. This talking penis thinks that he is that he is a part of a global liberation movement, that he is at least part of the press representing global liberators. Holy shit. That is just some real. Re- they really think very highly of themselves for a bunch of shit eaters. Well, you, you have no role as liberators. World War Two. World War Two. You, 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 you got into you World War Two because it's Pearl Harbor. You,
2: Pearl Harbor. You were completely isolationist until that sad,
3: that devastating. I, I would argue awful we were day day in always in, going to in get in, and that pushed us in. But thank God the United States got in. Right? You lost your father in World War II. Thank God the
2: United States... But thank God the Russians had already won the bloody war almost by then.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: wow! Wow! (laughs) Wow. I didn't even watch it this far. I saw the first 45 seconds, and I knew it would be good. But he went there, too. Wow. They even said it. We fought to the last Russian forget 23 million Russians died, protecting
2: you and me you from would, the Nazi you, menace. Hey, and you would think the Russians would have learned their
1: lesson from war and wouldn't have invaded Ukraine. We're in, learn their lessons of war? There are Nazis. There are Nazis in Ukraine. It's a globalist regime that it was put in by Western intelligence and nato which is the new soviet union and there's an entire nazi battalion in there it's the same fucking war
2: well you you fair? with all your reading fair, i would suggest fair
1: fair did i did i get you there roger talking penis
2: Michael, that you go away and read a bit more and then try and figure out what the United States would do if the Chinese were putting um, nuclear-armed missiles into Mexico and Canada.
3: Oh, you know
1: what? Good for you, Roger.
3: Serious. Good for you. The Chinese are too busy encircling Taiwan as we speak, okay? They're not encircling Taiwan. Taiwan now, I'm is... Gonna just, I'm going gonna, gonna
1: to bring this to another point to show you exactly how I know exactly what's happening in all parts of the world to negate your very valid point, Roger. part of China and oh. that's been absolutely
2: accepted by the whole of the international community since 1948, and if you don't know that, you're not reading enough. Go and read about it.
1: Yeah. Well, he he works for CNN. It's not about knowing or reading. It's about upchucking, upchucking, or in his case, ejaculating. All right. Well, 7:14. Wow, that was great. Good for you, Roger Waters. That was great. You know another thing I got to tell you: if you're looking for a good book to read, it's that that's not that long, um, uh, and you don't have to be a Catholic to read it either. Antonio Sochi put out a book a couple of years ago called "Is Benedict Still Pope?" Well, I got to say, I, it was suggested to me for uh, while we were reading "Windswept House" because it's it's very astute on geopolitics, and it is. Um, it is so much more than analyzing the papacy of the first pope in like 800 years to resign and the globalist factions bearing down on him and what it could have been about and all that stuff. All of the relevant information anybody needs to understand about what has been going on in Eastern Europe since the Cold War, most notably Ukraine, the Obama administration, everything about Ukraine and Russia, and it's it's incredible. The opening chapters of this book, it is incredible. Antonio Sochi, is Benedict still pope, or I think that's the... The main thing there. But if you want to read books and and not be led astray by the smirconishes out there, then that would be good. Because Roger Waters obviously reads. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. We got a lot to do before we bring Sean David Morton on for a little bit of a victory lap.
3: What
2: would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to
5: stay? Let's
3: ride!
1: So, around this time last night, I was getting the word. I was seeing text messages come in. I saw the breaking news tickers over here. I am not completely disconnected from breaking news, but then again, I have a bunch of people who are on top of their game in in Discord and all that jazz. What was the news? The FBI, the KGB, the new KGB, there is no difference between the two. No difference between the two except the billing. They went and they raided Mar-a-Lago. Looking for something. They're saying it's part of a documents. They want a docu. There's a documents probe going on. There's documents missing. They need them all. Where's our documents? Cataclysmic event. It was projected for yesterday. Well, we'll see how cataclysmic it's going to be. It's certainly huge. It ties into what could be a string of truly cataclysmic events uh, in the coming months. So let's get to this. Uh, A couple of takes that we got from people. First of all, we have the, the official statement from Donald Trump right here. So let's get to that. He said this, August 8th. These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats, Democrats. Who desperately don't want me to run for president in twenty twenty four, especially based on recent polls. And what are you talking about? Dark Brandon is just taking over just taking over the whole world. Especially recent polls and those who will likely do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only be taken in, uh, take it, take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at the level not seen before, and even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. Yeah, and they just, they just did it confidently. They weren't trying to get around because, of course, they, they own the media covering the whole thing. They have that uh, Bob Woodward freak, that guy that did that one thing and has been called on to compare everything to, wa- to Watergate ever since. Oh, you know what? Dude, this is pretty interesting. Call Bob Woodward back 38 years later and, and, and compare whatever the thing of the day is to Watergate. We need that because he's like the Watergate guy. So now the whole entire media is on the, the side. Of those who are breaking in, and that's why they don't have to sneak around anymore. In fact, if they do it publicly in daylight with machine guns, then they could, this can could be a this could be an event that should be celebrated because finally we're getting down to the the nitty gritty of what's wrong with this country. Donald Trump. Uh, let's see here. Now the safe is interesting. I, I don't know what it is, and p- some people say there was empty. It was empty in the safe. Sean David Morton. I'll just tell you. Our upcoming guest, he claims he knows what was in the safe. I don't know if he remote viewed it, because remember, he's a remote viewer. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. That should be, that should be a, a fun little treat for the evening. The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years. With now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and so much more, it just never ends. It is a political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. Yes, you can look into that. Around $200,000 worth, some people estimated, they had to give some back. Let's say, oh, it was voluntary. They gave it back voluntary. They wanted want to take the furniture. Um, I stood up to America's bureaucratic uh, corruption. I restored power to the people. Well, no, that didn't happen. I mean, you. That I mean, it didn't objectively. It did not happen. Restored interest. A lot of people are now interested. That's for sure. But I think that we are more aware of the the chains than we ever were. That's good. And truly delivered for our country like we had never seen before. The establishment hated it and now as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls. They are trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. You know, I really wish it wasn't a death mark to go third party. I really wish it wasn't because I mean, I would much rather see people do that. I would much rather see people do that. Because what what has Republican Party leadership done for anybody, anybody? I mean, the party itself is just so fucking pathetic. It's just, it's a pathetic group of people who are just as corrupt as the other side, um, with with some shining stars in there, some some common sense hard workers in there, a few, a few. Um, so, what else is there? What else is there? So. I wonder at this point if Donald Trump is ready to abandon his violate civil rights first and uh, do due, due process later policy. That would be pretty interesting now, especially after much he's been beaten up. How about, how be, how about we don't take the guns first and uh, do and process later now? All that shit. Here's Julie Kelly. She put a little something together I think is worthy of talking about. Julie Kelly said this last night. I tried to get her on for tonight, but she was not available. But I'm, I'm hoping we can have her on for a full segment in September. I said for the start, this was coming. The re- I reported on this for 18 plus months to defend those wrongly accused to build the case against Trump. With few exceptions, no one in the GOP cared. They ignored my reporting as hundreds of lives were destroyed. GOP owns this and all the damage. By the way, this is no defense of Trump. For 18 months, this his team ignored the plight of January 6th defendants who had their homes raided by dozens of armed FBI agents and some sent to prison, denied bail by DOJ prosecutors and D.C. judges he appointed. No one spoke or helped them, including the GOP. I've listened to grown men cry in front of twisted D.C. judges begging for mercy on petty offenses before they were sentenced to jail. Wives, children subjected to cruel FBI raids. People broken over nothing, even close to what happened during the 2020 riots. And the GOP leadership, silent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, 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 hate, I hate that they're even relevant in this conversation. Uh, here's an interesting study. This is a surprising take from the nipple twister. Andrew Cuomo said this. DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives. Or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy of January 6th investigations. Well, there is no legitimacy there, Andrew. He's just genuflecting before the altar. But uh, a pretty even keel take. Absolutely. Inconsequential archives. That's the, that's the key term there. Inconsequential. Brian Stelter, on the other hand, this is not surprising. Boy, Brian Stelter must have been dry-humping his teddy bear last night real hard. Real hard, trying to rub one out with that thing. Uh, Brian Selter says, Fox narrative is set. Government is corrupt. The raid is insane and reckless. FBI is using, quote, police state tactics to block Trump from power. Dems get away with a crime. Use power to hurt GOP. This is a third world bullshit. But, of course, Trump base is loyal. All quotes from 7 p.m. hour. Well, great. I'm glad you were watching the 7 p.m. hour on Fox, Brian. For whatever, whoever was on there in the 7 p.m. hour, they were right. That's actually exactly the way it is, girl voice. Exactly the way it is. So, just take something and you put that punchable, quirked brow like, uh, okay. And I guess that makes everything go away. Uh, okay. That makes everything go away. Maybe this was what part of the 7 o'clock hour? I don't know. Here's four and a half minutes that everybody should hear if you haven't heard already. Dan Bongino on with Jesse Waters. Listen to this. And it was live television. He was not afraid of letting the, uh, letting the curses fly a little bit. Filtered on
0: Saturday night. Stan, your quick emotional reaction. I think everyone's a little emotional here uh,
6: about this raid.
3: Yeah, I mean, you think? This is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again, third world bullshit. I mean every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent, I raised my right hand, and I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, and I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics? Are you kidding me? You've spent this whole show, Jesse, and I've spent my entire time either on Fox or on my podcast exposing the left for claiming Russia interfered in election as Hillary Clinton paid off a bunch of foreign agents, her team, literally to fabricate a story that occupied the nation for four years. What's she doing right now? Getting a manicure in freaking Chappaqua.
1: You know, I got to say, I just had to put it out there. I haven't listened to Dan Bongino in a long time. Uh, I just been busy. I'm, I'm listening to people less and less, unless it's late night talk radio. And I, I I've just been very busy. But um, I have to say, most of some of the most exciting podcast listens I have had in the last five years were Bongino piecing together the absurdity of Russia, because it was just—I mean, every name, every place, every noun that had to do with Russia whereas they were just spinning their wheels in mud on the television, it, the entire thing was solved. And it was one bombshell after another. And just when you thought you had everything, another tidbit comes out. Another tidbit comes out that makes it make even more sense and implicates even more people just to show how, how much was involved to make that shit go on, to go on and on and on and on. And I, I think the worst part out of all of that is having to listen or read Room-temperature-IQ solenterates. Saying things like, Yeah, 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 is that, is that real? Then why didn't anything happen? Then why isn't Hillary in jail? I mean, I don't know, my friend. That's a real bad thing. It's, isn't it a real bad thing? That all this shit is verifiable. It's right there out in front of you. It can be spelled out. We got the chronology all down. Got all the evidence. It's right there. And still nothing happened. And you... You lowbrow, solenterate spineless jellyfish motherfucker! You think that because some of these rich people that you have been convinced to attach yourself to their asses did not go to jail, that's an implication of their innocence? Oh my gosh! And then, I, and then on the other hand, they'll talk about how the justice system is rigged when little people go to uh, to trial and they get they get raked over the coals for this and that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The justice system is rigged. You're right. We got a two-tier, three-tier. Who knows how many? I don't know. This was just making me reminisce of all those years of all the great work that Bongino did with that.
3: She's not doing squat. Nothing. Hunter Biden is having sex on tape while doing crack while doing crack and what is he doing he's living in a malibu mansion and yet the president the former president who whether you agree with his claims about the election whether you agree or not we still live in a country where you are allowed to challenge an election there's even a process the eca the electoral count act you may not like it but it's a process. How do I know it's a process? Because some people are trying to reform it. You may not like it, but now you send the FBI, let me tell you something. I have, been, I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who have since retired. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency had left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point on. It is over. You've heard the examples. Stone, Manafort, Cohen, over and over. Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know them. All I'm telling you is you cannot tell me we still live in a constitutional republic and not the freaking third world when you have Hillary Clinton paying foreign agents to interfere with an election, people lying under oath repeatedly, Hunter Biden doing crack on tape, and what happens? Where are the federal agents? not in malibu they're not in chappaqua they're in mar-a-lago this is some third world garbage that happened tonight and i'm telling you the fbi management here's a solution last thing We have now got to win in 2022. You have no choice now, folks. Oh, we don't like the swampy Republicans. I don't like them either. Republicans may not be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are certainly the cause of all your problems right now. If there was ever a clarion call to remove your ass from the seat and go vote in 2022, this is it. And there has to be not only hearings, but a total, total house cleaning at the top of the DOJ and the FBI. When when the left is complaining about one firing, fire 10 more people the next day. And then when the New York Times starts crapping their diaper and whining about it, fire 100 more people the day after that. Until you can get people in there who aren't Republicans, who aren't Democrats, but who believe in our Constitution like I did. I was going to give my life to protect Barack Obama. Yeah,
1: I- if we believe in the Constitution, though, Dan, the FBI does not exist. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, listen, I'll be voting. Why not, right? I mean, why not? I I think that uh, the election night is going to be very interesting. I'm going to be all ears. I'll be paying attention. I'll probably be on air with you guys and gals for a little bit. But um, that's not the salute. I mean, this is the same FBI, ladies and gentlemen, that killed children at Waco and, and, and a mother holding a baby at Ruby Ridge. Same FBI that framed Richard Jewell... Same FBI that numerous mass shooters on their radar before the fact, and then, you know, what happened after that? I don't know. And then, and then of course, then of course, remember the FBI on on Mueller's team wiping their own phones, looking. I mean, this is just a. So I don't think that taking people out and putting people in who are supposedly neutral on the surface, that that's just what. That is the little Dutch boy plugging the dam. If you venerate the Constitution, you get rid of the FBI, and and agencies like it. Um, But, you know, with the the way that they have expanded the IRS, just saying that soon will get me audited. But, uh, and I just heard now that the FBI has seized the cell phone of House Freedom Caucus Chair Scott Perry, so they're not slowing down anytime soon. They're not slowing down, and uh, so any wonder what kind of things they will be willing to stay that's the other thing there too remember when disarming the country by explo- by exploiting drugged up american youth who went on uh shooting sprees remember when they weren't doing that they were they spent a good portion of the last 20 years in trapping young muslim boys to justify their terrorism budgets so Ever give any thought to what kind of things they'll be willing to do and what they're willing to stage to keep a lid on the supposed rise of anti-government extremism at home? Well, God knows. God knows. But uh, Bongino is right on all that stuff. He really is. He's right on all that stuff. So much. In the second half, we got to talk about this uh, this Epstein link because there's that too. Um, Sean David Morton should be on with us any time here. Uh, Chris Ann Hall also put it out there. I'm sure you've seen it many times in different places, but she was analyzing the, the law that they are exploiting to go after Trump and get all these documents, one thing or another. This is the law Trumpy be being accused of. Scroll to the next level. So here it is. Whoever willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, or destroys, or attempts to do so with records and all that, so takes and carries away any record they shall forfeit their office and be disqualified from holding any other office in the United States. That's what this is about. So let's not dismiss the most glaring thing here. Yes, it's obvious that the Bolsheviks would rather eliminate their competition than, well, compete. But Donald Trump's first impeachment was in response to a, a supposed attempt to hurt his chief political opponent, Joe Biden, through a gangster-like st- scheme that was concocted with Ukraine which was horseshit on the face of it, because Joe Biden was not Donald Trump's chief opponent. He was and still is a huge joke. But this, though, I mean, the concerted effort by the Biden DOJ to eliminate his opponent from running is really intense. And if this doesn't work, I know a lot of people out there have been saying they are worried, and they have been worrying since the beginning, is Trump going to get the bullet? I don't know. I mean, that's usually where these, these Bolshevik types go anyway. It's a very, very dangerous time that we're living in right now. And who knows? Who knows what they're even willing to plant on on or around Donald Trump's property? Who knows what they're even willing to plant? You know, then you have the nitwits. The nitwits that go, oh, big deal. Big deal. It's part of a presidential records probe. He may have taken documents. He may have taken the documents. But they'll roll their collective eyes if you even bring up materials that someone like a Hillary Clinton was not only transacting with, transacting with foreign powers from her home in New York, but, but that her staff, forget about the fact that she was transacting and that was a, a wide open back door for world powers all over the place. I, I, like I said, go to, go to my Chinese Checkers blog on quitefrankly.tv you see some of the coincidences that was going on around the time that she was open for business in Chappaqua but aside from that she had, her staff Uma Abidine had synced a top secret email account with a sex offender's laptop all those hillary emails were found on weiner's laptop that should have been a whole new set of charges for every fucking email <laughs> i mean that That's why Jim Comey reopened the investigation in those last moments of October 2016. While Gloria Allred and her daughter were trying to get people, uh, were running around with James Elephantus and um, whatever, to try to find, you know, offering up three quarters of a million dollars to find anybody to accuse Donald Trump of sexual abuse. That's what they were doing in October 2016. Insane. Just Insane. But they had a warrant. Yeah, about that. We'll talk about the warrant in the second half. Just a little bit too much. A little bit too much, my friends. I just don't know. Um, well, I don't have Sean David Morton here just yet, so I guess we can go to this. Let's go to it. What the hell's that sound? Somebody dropped something? At least I know it's nothing important. All right, here we go. Report. This is from the National Pulse. Judge behind Mar-a-Lago raid is Epstein-Linked and an Obama donor. Get out of town. Judge Bruce Reinhart, who is reportedly the most likely judge behind the warrant authorizing a raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, is former attorney who represented employees of convicted sex offender and notorious pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and National Pulse can reveal. The National Pulse can also reveal that Judge Reinhart has donated to the campaigns of former President Barack Obama and the establishment opponents of Donald J. Trump during the 2016 election, including Jeb Bush. Oh, what a waste of money. Politico, the news outlet closest to the establishment in Washington, D.C., named Reinhart in the morning playbook email on Tuesday, August 9th. Who signed the warrant? A source said FBI agents obtained a search warrant from a federal magistrate judge in West Palm Beach. The report Miami Herald's uh, Alex Rotary, Michael Wilner, and Jay Weeby, according to the website the West Palm Beach Local of the U.S. District Court, the Southern District of Florida, has three magistrates, Bruce Reinhart, William Mathewman, and Ryan McCabe. The court's online database shows two recent warrant applications both signed to Reinhart were entered into its system on Monday, though information about the targets of those warrants is sealed. Just incredible. Just incredible. Now, he represented pilots of Epstein and secretaries and stuff that I read. But I did get this. A friend of the show sent this to me earlier today about this particular topic. Said, Frank, when Alex Jones reported on Epstein Island eight years ago, did you ever think that he would have unveiled the center of the entire political universe? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean... You just never know about anything anymore, do you? Can you? Can anybody? All right. Um, what I'll do right now is I'm going to take a really quick break because my guest is still not here and we'll take it on the other side. Don't go anywhere.
3: And assault weapons with high capacity magazines will up 100 rounds. You think the deer are wearing
4: Kevlar vests? On the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton, what I want to do is tell you what we're recommending. But first, let me
3: tell you what we found. 110 emails. 52 email chains have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret. 36 of those Secretary Clinton should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. I did not
7: not email any classified uh, trails.
3: 52 beam mount chains that were determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it
1: make? Eight of those chains
5: were tops of the best Six of those chains,
3: sovereign was a mistake. mistake. Eight contained confidential information. What difference at this point does it make? With respect to our recommendation, this is going to be an unusual statement in at least a couple of ways. Although there is evidence, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. <laughs>
4: Uh, What's
2: QFTV? Did you say what's QFTV? Missy gonna need to go over there and watch QFTV Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays right after Quite Frankly. Oh, you're definitely cool. Only on
3: QuiteFrankly.tv powered by Foxhole.
1: Listen, my, my guest for the evening, who I just did a, a sound check with not too long ago, is not here. He's about uh, 10 minutes late, so we're going to take your calls, and um, and I don't know, I, we'll see what I can, I can create with him if he does show up at some point, but it's 744 now, we have 15 minutes until the intermission, and then when we come back, more of your calls more of your calls and your super chats and uh, more thoughts on all this stuff as it's a, a pretty big event and we'll see we'll see where it all goes but thank you so much for joining me again here we are here we are that was timely socialist socialist mop is the one who made that that song the Jim Comey and Hillary Clinton what difference does it make cut Which is awesome and infuriating at the same time. (laughs) You probably feel the same thing. It's like, damn it, this is a good song. And damn it, this is all very real. You know? I wish we could be making songs about something else, but... Hit that one right on the head and became an instant classic. All right, 914-595-6953. Call in, let me know what the hell you're thinking right now. I'm going to go to the super chats for uh, for the time being and and see what thoughts are running through people's minds. On uh, Shotzi says something more important than the than the mess going on. Prayers for Skip may he find the strength to keep fighting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Today wasn't a a very good day. Today wasn't it wasn't a very good day, but he But I keep reminding him. Keep reminding him about the the prayers coming in. Thank you, Shotzi. Thank you very much. Gino says, I didn't realize I'd be be offending King for calling you Francis. Nothing but respect and love. Uh, Francis, much love and keep up the great work. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now everybody's going to get real testy with King about the Francis thing. Pooh 22 says, can you toggle the foxhole switch and get it up and running? What do you mean? What's wrong with foxhole? I mean, it's broadcasting on my end. There's nothing going on? Uh, I'm stuck on last night's video. Why would that be the case? I scheduled a new, a new broadcast there, and I see I've got a nice connection. That's just, um, well, that's disconcerting amethyst cat says happy taco tuesday frank much love thank you i had tacos on uh, sunday for a birthday a birthday we had for my nephew it was really good sister-in-law makes great everything but that was good kim for baby says hi frank could you wish my eldest daughter a- i luna a happy eighth birthday of course of course. I sent a super long email about it, all the wonderful things she is, but August 5th came and went, and we've been busy, so I'm not sure if it was read. Love you and yours. Hi, Twitchies. Well, happy birthday, Aria. I hope it was a wonderful uh, birthday there. Eight years? Man, a lot can get done in eight years. Hopefully, you've been busy, and you stay busy. All right, let's take a call, um, hopefully on topic. Chris, Franz, what's going
6: on? Hey. Hey, Frank. Just watching you here. uh quite a day you know and the the numbers of yesterday were eight eight and a lot of people were um, making note of that it was terrible but the uh the interesting thing is the people over in england are looking at america like they're being held hostage by this this biden dude you know it's almost almost in a jokingly fashion but you know they don't know they don't know America like I know America so it's you know it's kind of a funny thing to live over here and see how they react versus watching you guys over there in America
1: yeah i i know it's it's a little uh, i don't know i we've been we've been so you can tell so accustomed to being non non-committal about anything when it comes to civic involvement and and uh, yeah. just letting our hands off the wheel and taking care of
6: you know real life but yeah yeah when i lived in uh texas uh for 23 years i lived in the hill country for a few years and up there there was a, the texas ranch where all these high highfalutin dudes have come down you know all the republicans the conservatives they're all want to come down and play cowboy for a couple weeks reminded me a lot of the Bilgerberger group or the uh, you know the the groves and um this is the kind of thing that people are talking about when you go back 40 50 years with klaus Schwab and how he started things how he got things started right way back then are these are some of those things that they talk about you know the political uh weaponization of of, of governmental agencies against the, the opposition
1: yeah. yes yes and, and i think it's also indicative of the the larger, the larger picture of this really being only in in uh, in very limited ways a domestic issue this is all yeah, yeah. this is this is about the the fate of the world and the direction that they're trying to cons, you know uh, collectively push the entire planet this
6: or as close be, to as yeah no it's this may, this may this may be one of the most important days in history you know of yeah. what's going on just now yes. this may be the thing that kicks it over you know I, I've been telling my friends and, and uh, talking about, I, I foresee a civil war within two years, especially when Trump is reelected, or if they mess around with the next vote in 2024. That will just fire everything up. That I, I think that's there's gonna be a boiling point to where this the frog is going to boil, you know, and instead of just slowly getting cooked, that boiling point's going to be reached. And, and people are going to hit the streets. They are going to do things. You saw what happened in Mar-a-Lago last night with all the traffic. You know, it's crazy. But yeah. I just want to call in say, howdy. I sent you an email last week about uh, what I talked about earlier with uh, that uh, other platform we have in Japan. Kevin McCarran did go to the laboratory the last two days. He did test Moderna and Pfizer. He had some great results, and I hope that uh, we'll put them out on the Facebook page. We talk, you listen, and we'll go from there. Thanks, Frank.
1: Thank you, Chris. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And mm-hmm. I, I, um, like I said before, I, I think nobody puts anything past any anybody who is working to this end. Is this the thing that tips it over? Obviously, this is not the be-all, end-all. It's going to be just one more event in a long line of events that are, no doubt about it, preordained, and have been planned for meticulously. No matter how um, ham-fisted this is, because it's very easy to see what this is all about. Very easy to see. Um, it, it's going to be part of one one thing or another. And, and that's the other thing where I... I'll get to this in the second half. I don't want to, with the limited time we have, I'll hold that thought. Hold on, let's take another call. Norwood, it's good to hear from you again. What's going on?
4: Hey, what's going on, Frank? Good to have you, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Something that Donald Trump is his own worst his, is his own worst enemy because he keeps harping on these these matters that really that are really. He keeps harping on these matters that are destructive to his whole movement. Even in this statement that he made, you know, his uh, video presentation, and in that video presentation, he's still referring to this, to this uh, vaccine thing. When he goes there and talks about more people have died from COVID in 2021 than, than before. <clears throat> and he continues to, to take advice from people who are not in his interest, who are not in this movement. He needs to stop talking about himself and defend America. Instead of saying Trump, every other word out of his mouth needs to be America and what they're doing to the America, America and the American people. The, uh, the, the lady that you, she had the, uh, the tweets, she was spot on. The Julie For Kelly. 18 months. They did not defend, they did not say anything about the, the uh, January 6th uh, persecuted people. They didn't say anything, and they didn't say anything because they, his advisors advised him against saying anything. He didn't say anything when the, when the FBI continues to just run roughshod. He doesn't criticize Mitch McConnell overtly. He doesn't criticize Republicans, when they don't do what, it, what needs to be done. But as soon as uh, the basketball player puts out a tweet, you know, hell, he goes to the roof. As soon as Elon Musk just makes a reasonable comment about his opinion, he attacks Elon Musk. I mean, yeah. the, the, the guy needs to, as the old folks used to say, he needs to get somewhere and sit down, fire all those people who gave him bad advice in the past, and concentrate on reasonable people. And just one last thing, Dan Bongino, Dan Bongino is an enabler. And, I'm, and I can appreciate the things that he says sometimes, but Dan Bongino sat back and watched these things happen. And all of a sudden, after the ace, he's saying that America is over. It is people like him, local people like him, who don't make statements, who don't come out and call things a thing before they actually occur that are part of the are, that lead to the destruction of this country But with that said I, I appreciate you Frank well thank you Norwood is... I appreciate what you do and, and the, the edge that you have Frank is that you are consistent and consistent in the sense of if you have a show your show is going to go on when you have a break you're going to take your break. When you have a guest, you're going to take your guest, and your guest is only going to be there for the for the amount of time because you have a plan. That that is that is the beauty and the power of, of quite frankly, Frank.
1: I appreciate you, Norwood. It's 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 good to be acknowledged in that way, and thank you for all your thoughts. I uh I I mean, well, listen, I, Trump has always been a uh, PR wild card. But he's definitely come down hard on people like Mitch McConnell. I don't know how hard he's come down on people like Kevin McCarthy, who are who is, is equally worthless. Lindsey Graham. I mean, I, I wish that, but I don't know. I have a hard time. I have a hard time criticizing someone like Donald Trump for his um. Is putting himself first, because a it's always been a part of his public persona, and b. I mean, it's a it's a survival mechanism, and it's it, I think it's it's pretty ne- necessary over the last five six years, but yeah, I, I I've always been I've always been one to say ah don't d- no put put the energy towards something else put the energy towards something else, and who knows, who knows where it goes and I have a little bit more on that because I have one question that came here asking, I get questions all the time still Frank do do you think Donald Trump is is um, I don't know. Controlled opposition. Well, we can talk a little bit about that in the second half for sure. But you have to understand something else too. There is only four more. This is the last election that Donald Trump is going to be able to run in. That's it. Because after the two, the, whoever wins in 2024, if it even happens, I still, I am leaving it flexible. I'm leaving myself flexible for something truly cataclysmic, If they are willing to go this far to make sure that all of their competent opposition that isn't completely controlled by them, I mean, to be able to disqualify Donald Trump from 2024 would make them breathe a huge sigh of relief because who are they going to go up against? Uh, who are they going to go up against? I mean, you, the people say, "Well, what if DeSantis?" I said, "Oh, is, I, I, I don't know. As long as he's still eligible to be a, a a governor in a state like Florida, he should not leave that." Because people need places to flee to. They really do, and and the the governors need to start really start uh, BD, BTFOing all of the um, all of these these federal ideas and policies. They really have to. They have to start. Getting themselves financially independent and get away, then you are really going to see it. A couple of people said, Frank, it's been pretty prophetic of you to bring up the uh, to bring up the Civil war thread about how it's all going to kick off, that it's going to be it's going to start off as a struggle between state and federal supremacy. and man, have we have we had that? Have we had that starting to, to show it's to bear its teeth? one hundred percent. But 2024 will be the last time for Trump one way or another. Let's say he gets in. By the time 2024 is over, he'll be nearly 80 years old. And if he doesn't win in 2024, if something goes wrong, then he's not going to start running to try to attempt his second term when he's nearly 80 years old. So this is, this is big for them. This is very, very big for them and that's why if it's not if they're not going to go the assassination route then they're definitely going to go the the canceled or postponed elections route 100% uh, at least i think so i could be wrong and it, what am i going to do i didn't put any money on it so i can say whatever the hell i want all right 759 we will be right back i want to go and take a quick break when we come on over it's going to be mostly you guys in the second half because my esteemed guest who i did a full on video and audio check with not too long ago is just gone i hope he's all right so there's that please become a sponsor on the sponsorist tab on quite frankly.tv this show will always be live and free and easily to access uh, to access no matter who you are where you are so that means that your support is voluntary this is a voluntary exchange and I thank you so much for choosing to spend time with me and um, for for helping me grow this operation, even more so, because there's bigger places to go, and we'll do that in time. Thanks again for everything. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Welcome
2: to intermission. We'll,
3: we'll be right back. Yeah,
2: intermission.
6: now entering quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite
3: frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly
2: quite frankly quite frankly
3: quite frankly quite frankly
6: Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
5: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. We all support quite frankly. Not quite. Let's go, (laughs) Brandon.
7: I agree.
1: Quite frankly. In Roma, Italia. Quite frankly. You going on Frank's show tonight?
7: I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank.
3: Quite
0: frankly, How dare you.
1: All righty. Okay, let's get to... A little bit more of what is coming in from the audience. And then we'll spend a little bit more time on on that stuff. Sean King Cracker says, Evening Frank, I'm putting in my hat into the ring for those notes. There you go. We got another contestant. Rev Revolution says, Hi Frank, time to return to the vibes. Time to return to the vibes. Prayers for skip. Twatter just permabanned my account. Over like twelve plus, just a few hours ago. Over over like twelve plus what? No reason given. Anyway, keep up the great work as always. Loved the Polly interview from last week. Peace, Rev. That 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 interview with Polly. Well, it's more like a, just a conversation. Um, that episode with Polly was really good. That was a pretty rough day. And it, it just felt good to, to have a friendly conversation and shoot the shit a little bit. Last night with Matt was awesome, too. Matt Christensen. 12 hours ago, B. Mullaney says, If I win the raffle, I hope Matt can add a third note on how to survive a cat man attack. You know, since he's a cat man and all. Hashtag Matt is a cat. He is really in the shitter when it comes to people knowing what's going on uh let me see over on rumble we have my two cents says what is the point of the bs raid was to normalize it for when the tide turns Uh, tide that turns in what direction the digital bunker says this is a pretty good show well thank you digital bunker it's great to have you here this is a great show, Love My Rumble Gang, says Selling the Farm, who's always there, ready to represent. And as far as we go... yeah, you Oh know, Okay, I'm live. I'm live on Rumble. I mean, on Foxhole. Shit. Let me see if I can get all those gold pills out of the way. Here we go. Witchy Pooh says, Cookie Fight, anyone? What are your thoughts on the Constitution Party? I don't know. I don't really care about parties, to be honest, uh, like one party over another, and, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like how George Washington had his, uh, has his thing. The only unaffiliated president, that'd be wonderful. I knew a Constitution Party guy, once, and, I, I don't know, I haven't looked into it, but I tend to just not care about parties in general. Let's see, Secret Weapons says Thanks Frank and Fact Finder sent over a nice little good good feeling. So here we go. Um, Let's take a call. 985, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. 985. Okay. JJ from Oregon no oh, jeez guys I know you don't want to miss out on the show but if you're going to call into the show step away I know I know it's a, it's a crapshoot, but there's got to be a way of being ready there's got to be a way of being ready okay let's see in the international line in the international line we have nether what's going on Wormy? no they're gone now too let's try one more time nether you there? Holy hell. Jay, one more time. How you doing?
4: There's got to be a way in. Jay. There's got to be
1: a way in. Okay. Oh, God, give me the strength tonight. I had a guest ghost me. God, give me the strength, please. 985, you there? Hello? Hello? Hey, Frank. Hey, who's this?
6: What happened to Roseanne?
1: Uh, she 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 had to she had to cancel. She had to cancel. Yes. Well,
4: I'm sorry about that. It's okay. I, I listen to you every evening? So we enjoy your show.
1: Well, don't worry about that because I'm going to be um. I'm going to be working on a. I'm trying to get her on for a mid-September date. It's she, she will be back. She just had a a scheduling conflict, and I think she has somebody else that is um. That is uh, managing her schedule, but thank you so much for the call. Okay, thank right, you. have a good one. Everybody, please key, uh, turn off the broadcast in the back of the calls, too, if you can. This is just w- basic 101. Just just want to go through this with you again, and we'll hit, we'll hit this off. We'll hit this off as we go. Okay, L.A., you're on the air. What's going on, L.A.? Hey, Frank. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You sound Pretty great.
0: Pretty good. great. Um, yeah, I just uh, have you checked out uh, Gematria at all?
1: You know, I have. I have read a lot of a lot of articles on places like Mysterious Universe and just. I don't. I wouldn't be able to explain it to anybody, but I have watched what? videos and I've been exposed to it. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: we. In in fact, we've all been exposed to it. You're talking about the numbers? uh, Yes, in kindergarten, they give us the alphabetic order. Right. They give us ABC-123. So we've all seen it. So we're exposed to it, but the elites use this daily. And um, they definitely use this in in this raid um, today. Um, Yesterday. You can check out, or yesterday, please check out uh, Gematria Effect News.
1: Okay, uh, well, a well, well, cha- okay. A well, well L.A., LA, L.A., 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 instead of plugging other people, why don't you tell me, okay, in, well, a, in, in a nutshell, okay. what the numbers told us about 8822? Just just give me that and nothing okay. but that.
0: Okay, okay. Trump's name sums to 88, for one. Okay. Uh, tr- Trump had on his text line in the campaign, it was text 88022 text TRUMP to 88022 that was yesterday was 8822
1: you know they were
0: broadcasting this well in advance well in advance um also 88 and 22 sums to 110 110 is very interesting because there were 110 stories on the twin towers trump uh, made some very interesting comments that day if you it goes on and on, but I mean, if you go back from yesterday and take it back 110 days, it takes you to 420. 420 is Adolf Hitler's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Joe Biden also came out with his dark. It might have been Sunday, but it really broke the news yesterday was the 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 meme of the dark Brandon, with a with a very Nazi esque eagle, instead of the American eagle. Right. We are under a Nazi fascist takeover. They're going to bring communism in, ultimately. That's what it is. But but there are n- literal descendants of Nazis in our government. Now, the dematria is very important, and it's important to Trump. He uses it all the time. I don't know if they're using it against him, and it just so happens to be. It was also the 48th uh, anniversary of uh, Richard Nixon giving his resignation speech.
6: hmm
0: so there's a lot of things coming together, and, it, and it, it's done very purposefully. So the 8822 text number of Trump was basically broadcasting that something was going to happen, 8822. Uh, a side note, which I don't know how it's related or if it is related, but uh, they delayed the CERN. CERN was supposed to be turned on full power on July 5th. For whatever reason, they had a delay, and uh-huh. they purposely delayed it until 88. That was yesterday. So a lot of things happening but please check out jamatri look into it because this is the language of the elites. They got us. they got it into our subconscious through school, through ABC 123. Why can it be a, why can it be ZYX 123?
1: Well, I
0: you know, I there's guess. a re, there's a reason for that. So please look into that and just I'll, I'll let you go but have a great show. I I'm going to listen to the rest of the
1: show. You too. Thank you so much. So there you go. Talking through numbers. Another reason why I Another reason why I'm pretty perturbed, something's not right about Sean Morton ghosting me right now because he was so excited to come on and uh, he had so much he wanted to tell us. So something's not right about this. I can't imagine he took a nap. But one of the things he brought up was the 8 that was in all of the, the Trump-slash-Republican-Party Mailers and and texting numbers. I th- there was a part a portion of tonight's uh, call that was going to cover at least some of that. But as far as the gematria and and I I don't know if it's that simplistic, and I don't know how if that is just another form of numerology or whatever the hell it is. But I have not been able to get into that. I love to bring on more guests to to talk about it from time to time if people think it's um, an interesting topic, which I always have. There's this guy Ryan Gable who comes on from time to time on Clyde Lewis's show and I'm friends with him on Twitter and I've been trying to find a date for him to come on here and he does wonderful deocculting of all types of events all types of stuff and he gets into the numbers he gets into linking one thing to the next what I what I want to know what I want to know like everything else like for example when we talk about astrology I asked a question to a, a, to Jeff Harmon Earlier in the year when he first came on and I asked him, OK, well, I, I know all about we have these certain these certain planets are in retrograde and, you know, where we are. We're moving into one astral uh, one uh, uh, s- a sign into another. I understand that what the what is being put forward here is that the physical arrangement of celestial bodies has some kind of a link to things that happen, to human behavior, to what's going on. I always wanted to know, what is it about? What is it about Jupiter being in one place, Saturn being in the other, that physically has an impact on human behavior and communication? And I want to know that. Just like I want to know, what what is the physical link between world events and numbers? Now it's one thing to say, well, hey, th- this is a, a form of comms, and we're going to we're getting everybody ready for something that's going on on eight eight twenty two, but why not just do it? Why does it have to be out there? What is it about putting numbers out there that links one thing to the next and four twenty and eight eight twenty two and Adolf Hitler and and the dark Brandon Fail, which I think is just a I think it's just cringy, it's cringe. I mean, they're, they're trying desperately to find a way to make this, uh, to give this failing party of thieves some kind of momentum and some kind of sex appeal. And it's just cringy. So I don't know. I, I tend to think that some of it is interesting and, uh, uh, the rest of it is, it's just a lot of, uh, grasping at straws and makes no sense sometimes until somebody can make it make sense, I guess. Seems a lot more useful to me to just study the human, the human psyche a little bit. Study the people in your lives and what makes people tick and then apply that to the elites because they, uh, I think they all work on the same level. What are they willing to do next? What can they do? I don't know. Here's a question. So once again, somebody said, Frank, is this all a distraction though? There's always seems to be something going on last week with the Taiwan and now this. I'm just trying to figure out what is real and what isn't. That is from Carrie. Well, Carrie, you can certainly make the case that no one is talking about recession right now. No one's talking about recession anymore, at least for now. And I guess that's all part and parcel with what this is. It's a major event. And, um, I mean, the raid on Mar-a-Lago is another act of war, 100%. There has been consecutive acts of war happenings always going on. And aside from it being a necessary piece of a plan to disqualify one man in particular from the next couple of years of work that has to be done for the Masters, it's about further entrenching that position that we have a larger domestic war on terror to be waged, 100%. So Donald Trump has to concentrate on what this does to him personally, extrapolate that out to the country. But we all have to realize too here that it is, it applies to us. Now a welcome dual effect of something like what happened yesterday is that it squelches out these voices that I'm about to play for you. I have this up over here. That I'm about to play for you and creates a false sense of momentum for a group of maniacs who deserve to be institutionalized and removed from civil society altogether, though they have made society quite uncivil. So take a listen to this. This is, this is from a few people. Is this Savannah? I forget who this is. Sa- at Sav Says on Truth Social. She went along uh, around to talk to people on the street about whether or not they feel that we are in a recession because Biden says we are not in a recession. Listen to this. This is this is very important stuff.
2: Joe Biden keeps tweeting out things
7: like this, how the gas prices are lowering, that, you know, we're not really in a recession.
3: We are going through a recession right now. You have to actually be out here to actually see the results of what's going on in this recession. And trust me. It is a recession because it is hard for us right now.
7: So what would you say to Joe Biden who says we're not really in a recession?
3: You need to do your homework. Yes. It's real bad out here. It's easy to say it from the comfort of where you're at right now. You know, you don't have to go through what we're going through. So it's easy to say that.
7: Are you happy with Joe Biden as president? No, he's, no, I'm not. No, you no, think I'm he's not. doing a good job, bad job? He sucked. He ain't doing shit. Get Joe Biden out of office? Get him out. Get his ass out. Get him out, coach. What do you think about the Biden administration redefining the term recession?
4: That doesn't sound like a recession to me.
7: it's the worst recession we've been in. To be honest, we've never had a recession where gas, housing, I mean, you name it. At one time, even when people's houses were going into foreclosure, those people that lo- lost their homes could at least still go into a grocery store and buy a regular price item. Now you've got... Houses that are out of control, cars out of control, gas out of control, food out of control. So technically, we're in a recession, but Joe Biden and his administration say we're not. What do you think about that? He crazy too.
2: Yeah. Yes. Do you think that he's doing a good job or a bad job as president?
6: Bad job. He
2: making it worse. Yeah, hey, we could have kept Donald Trump for this shit. As a 17-year-old who is in college and high school, I'm in dual credit. If you need help, just let us know, because I'll step in. Because at this point, y- y'all ain't doing it right. I am a female, so yes, I'm aware of what Trump has done in the past. But as far as running a country, he did better than Biden. I feel like everything going up, like, it's not it's not making sense to me how when Trump was here, everything was low. Like, we had, like, 2 $3 worth of gas.
7: A lot of people are going to actually vote for Trump that never thought. This This Oak Cliff, Texas. Trust me, a lot of us will vote for him now. ...than we did before because we went for the good guy saying the right things. But as soon as he got in office, he did everything wrong. He turned around every policy that Trump done.
1: Good guy saying the right things, huh? Wow. I mean, that's... So, yeah, the Trump story silences the people talking about issues that matter. That definitely works, like the economy. But these people's reactions... In that in that short little two minute clip, is that Savannah Hernandez? I want to I want to it's it's at Sav says on Truth Social. I think it might be, um, but not only are these it's like twofold. Doing this makes sure everybody concentrates on the win that we're trying to root out the problem and we're tackling extremism and a and a horrible present president. He was a tyrant. He was corrupt and all that crap. That's what they're trying to do to squelch out these voices from issues that actually matter. Nobody gives a shit about what's going on in Mar-a-Lago, but they're noticing it now. They're realizing what everybody's really concentrating on. And meanwhile, what, what Congress, what the Senate, with that cackling bitch Kamala Harris threw down her tie-breaking vote for the other day, which is, only going to, uh, make worse, which is only going to make inflation worse, which is only gonna make pricing uh, for everything worse across the board. So, whereas they wanna be able to take these conversations off of the forefront of people's minds and create a little bit more of a media circus around Donald Trump, how it, you know the walls are closing in. Uh, the other question, the other thing is that these people's voices are the reason why they are so desperate to make sure that he is no longer eligible to be a candidate. That's why this is so urgent. Because this is what more and more regular average people are thinking, what they're experiencing. Uh, for, for most people, it isn't a race war that's going on out there. Most people are decent and find find no problem with their neighbors and they just want to be able to put food on the table. This is the problem. This is twofold. They want to silence them, but at the same time, they know that they're still out there, and they need to be able to do eliminate the candidacy of the person that they will vote for because they're not going to vote for Democrats. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's another thing. And when it comes to, well, I have Sean David Morton that just popped into the waiting room. I don't know. A little bit late. But um, I got to get this out. I got to get this out for now. I know that more people are inclined to dismiss Donald Trump as controlled opposition after this first term ended in such an agonizing fashion, uh, paralyzed by judicial tyranny and betrayal by duplicitous D.C. company men that, of course, I, I mean, he made plenty of mistakes, including appointing many of them. So there's that. There's just so much that went wrong. Great things that happen, but my God, please tell me what payoff, what payoff there was for Donald Trump to endure all this still at this point, what was the payoff Four years of just being able to say, Hey, I was president for four years, brutalized for four years. Didn't even pay, take a paycheck investigated to no end by people who want you in jail or worse. So, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. It's a much bigger, broader picture here. But uh, okay, let's uh, let's see what Sean David Morton has to say. Hey, Sean David, where you been? I
5: I fell down.
1: I oh, was. Holy, jeez, um, you're bleeding. No, I'm, I'm all torn up. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. Are you all right? No. So the one.
5: I was laying on the sidewalk, and these two little kids in their bathing suits. I said, "Can you to help me out?" They're like, "No."
1: Wait a second. Hold, hold on though, wait, 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 wait. Are Are you okay right now? You
5: know, cancer sucks, man.
1: Dude, so, well, let's. How uh, about we we can do this another night? I didn't know. So, would you trip? You fell? Did you pass out? What
3: happened?
5: You know, I you know I try to walk, and uh, I I for some reason my balance because the tumor's on the side of my ear and it messes with my veins and stuff with blood to my brain and I, so I, it's like i get pushed forward and so I'm, i start walking and i, I, I literally can't stop I, I mean i'm i just fell up a hill
1: <laughs> well i mean i knew something was wrong because you and i were speaking you know, right before the show and uh it, 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 something wasn't right here but uh if you want to if you want to take a, a break we can do this another night of the week man it's, it's up to you I, I got it all prepared and it's timely right now so Okay. Well, is, is, if you're comfortable with that, then 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 we can do that. So, he, real quick, the reason why I wanted to bring you on, I was gonna do your your uh, your bio here, but I can do that afterwards, I guess. Um, yeah, don't do that. That's boring. Yeah, yeah you gotta you got. Uh, I, I don't care about me. I care about just getting the information out to people, which is what's important. Okay. Well, we need. I, I gotta I gotta get you uh, your your volume up a little bit here because. Yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. Well, anyway, when you were on a there couple of That's months... That's what we worked on, yeah. About yeah. a month or so ago you were on, and you talked specifically about August 8th. So I want you to just take a little bit of a victory lap. You deserve it. And talk about this, this uh, yesterday, everything that you think ties into it, the uh, the window that you believe is open until the 18th, and, and what's coming.
5: Okay, so uh, the best way to do this is, is, again, people have an opportunity right now to... Um, kind of open their hearts up, I guess, to the universe, because we're right now, you know, we're right in the middle of Leo, we're in the middle of um, um, the, the, the dog days of summer, because Sirius is, has risen over the horizon, which was the most sacred time of the year to the Egyptians. We've just had the moon move from uh, Capricorn, I'm sorry, move from Sagittarius to Capricorn, which is interesting, because of the, those. Are the, there's two signs in the zodiac that are, that are chimeras, or hybrids, if you will. And one machine, and the one machine is the Libra, and of course um, Sagittarius is half man, half horse, and um, um, Capricorn is is half goat, half fish. So it's interesting that on, on that Monday when the portal is opening, it literally opens up the heart to the universe. So you put intentions in here, you put everything between now and the tenth is going to be immensely positive energy for accomplishing things. It's all solar energy, it's all Taking the energy and the love and uh, the connection with the center of the universe and the galaxy, from the heart and then putting it out there. Now, what's interesting about this as well is that I think the bad guys, the bad guys know about the energies just as well as I do. And so, it's a way. If anybody wants to take a look at my Facebook page, I put up this whole article on the Facebook page saying that on the one hand it's going to be a bad thing, but on the other hand it's going to be a good thing as well. That there's something good that's going to be, that's going to come from it. So, of interest. At all these conservative rallies, and just recently at the at the CPAC thing that uh, that Trump just spoke at, they used a, they use a code for Trump and for all the different events, and I just thought it was interesting, just because I knew about the about the you know the uh, uh, the gateway opening, that the code was was eight eight zero two two, so the code for Trump and the code for all these things about get ready for something to happen was this date. So I thought that was interesting and unusual, and I knew also in the article I wrote before all this happened, again, check the Facebook page, because it's all out there about, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, screw the sheep, it's, it's time to run with the lions. Now is the time that the gate is going to open and the lions are going to come out on both sides. And this is, this is the bad guys. This is what, whatever you want to call the black cats, although that's really simplified. They knew that this was their time to basically open the gate and release the, the lions on the Christians, so to speak. But I knew, I knew on the other side we could turn that energy around and we could use this event to uh, to ourselves become the lions and start to start to go after these other people. Now, specifically what's, what's going on here is that this is really them. This is so beyond the pale and so outrageous that they would attack a former sitting president of the United States. Not somebody who's defenseless, by the way. I mean, he's worth a billion dollars. And in Florida, which is the state that's run by Ron DeSantis. So in their invasion into in Trump's house, their big thing was that they w- they wanted to see what was in his safe. And the big deal about what uh, about what's in the safe that's going to come out, I think, and it's, it's unrelated to the whole uh, uh, January 6th thing. I think that it's going to be, um, one, their plans for protecting the voting machines, which means that they want to enlist like an army of people to go watch those machines. To make sure no shenanigans uh, go go around, uh, like the last time. But I also think, I think it's the guidebook. And you know, my speculation on this, just by tuning into it, this guidebook is going to have to do with what Trump is going to do when he and DeSantis, or you know, I'm 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 seeing a team up between Trump and DeSantis because if DeSantis manages to sublimate his ego a bit, because Trump uh, Trump controls all the packs, he controls all the money, and if DeSantis gets in as vice president. Because Trump can only serve one term, Um, and he's already said, well, you know, he may not be feeling too well. But that allows the Republicans, with very strong people, to control the presidency for 12 years instead of just four. And it's funny to me because you know I talk to some of these. uh, There's just conspiracy people out there that are just (laughs) just whacking the head, and they seem to think that Trump is still president of the United States, and they make up this big convoluted thing about well he's the 14th president, and and it's because the Constitution was set aside and. In in uh, in 1879, et cetera, et cetera. It's just it's stupid. 71. And uh, yeah. um, well, I, you, know, you know what I say, man. There's a good good comeback. These people who still say Trump's president of the United States, I say, well, he's doing a pretty shitty job.
1: <laughs> I know you don't want you, 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 don't take credit for that right now. Well, l- let me ask this. Uh, so I'm glad that you brought up the uh, the 88022 because I just had a caller a few minutes ago that wanted to ask me if I play, paid attention to gematria. And uh, and and the numbers, and he actually brought up the eight eight two two with all the, sure the Trump stuff. Sure so I'm good. I'm glad that you came on, even though I'm 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 sorry to hear that you had such a rough hour, but um, but uh, other than that. When it comes to cataclysm, cataclysmic events or huge world-changing events, this is obviously a very significant thing. It sent, sh- sent shockwaves through. It's part of a larger ongoing operation, though. Um, w- would you be able to tie in other things you see going on around the world right now that even add more significance to what happened uh, in Mar-a-Lago yesterday?
5: Well, I think it's, uh, you know, once again, they are so terrified of of Trump getting back in as president again because they know that if he does, I mean, this time around, hopefully he's going to surround himself. Well, he had he had good people at the beginning. And then one by one, they started getting let go. I mean, it's, it's like nobody seems to have any real loyalty to Trump. I mean, Steve Bannon gets let go. Uh, you know, and then he starts bringing in these, after he kisses the ring of that big frog, Henry Kissinger, uh, suddenly you start like seeing people like John Bolton, uh, like, uh, you know, that Sessions goes, Well, I can't have anything to do with this. It'd be it'd be a, a conflict of interest. And then of course you have uh you know <laughs> you have the attorney general who comes in as uh I don't know what you want to call him like he's like Sergeant Schultz where he's like I know nothing. I see nothing you know, big bad Bill Barr mm-hmm. who, who is doctor cover up. I mean he covered up Iron Contra, he covered up Panama, he covered up uh he covered up Waco, he covered up Ruby Ridge, he covered up I mean, you know, and then he gets out and goes you know, I see no evidence of a, of a conspiracy when it comes to vote fraud and all that. What the hell? I mean, Trump, I think if DeSantis gets in with him, DeSantis has enough uh, just common sense, I think, to uh, uh, be able to start to surround the presidency with people that you can actually trust. So, you know, I, I just don't know what Trump was thinking about, you know, a lot of things that he was doing. Yeah, we, we had you know, a lot of questions get, on that, too. we got to get rid of people in the Congress and the Senate. you got to get rid of Mitch McConnell you got to get rid of uh, uh, Meadows. You've got to get rid of all these guys. So, and put people in charge like, you know, Jim Jordan and people that, that are kind of dedicated to the cause. Now, in the global aspect of this, um, I think that the, I mean, there's a theory here. I don't think it's going to happen. But um, I think that the Democrats are definitely thinking something about some kind of atomic conflict to, um, <laughs> you know, to postpone the election. Or to do something with so your thi- so
1: you're thinking about election postponement as well because I can't I, happen.
5: I, it won't I, happen, and it will never happen. And the reason it won't happen again. It goes back to like the Matrix. You know, people don't understand that the the villain in the Matrix was the little old black lady smoking her cigarettes, eating cookies. It was the it's the it's the Oracle. She's the villain because she's the one who figures out that you lose entire crops so if you make it too good. People get lazy. If you make it too harsh, people uh, people freak out, try to break it. She realized that the only way that you put in there is you put in, and this is what Neo, the whole course of those movies, is Neo is always seeking for, he's always talking about choice. And the Merovingian is the one, the French guy, who says, I love French. It's like wiping her ass with silk. Um, He's the one who comes in and says, it's not about choice. It's about control. It's about your parents saying, uh, you want chocolate or vanilla? Well, I want pistachio. You can't have pistachio. You get chocolate or vanilla. And that's what you get. You get chocolate or vanilla. You, You get... You get Obama or McCain, literally jock and vanilla. So they can't. They they would much rather rig an election to make it look like the illusion of oh, there's no evidence whatsoever. No, the election is rigged, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, because it's all about the the illusion of choice. And as long as people think that they have a choice, and it's the 51 percent, you know, ruling ru- ruling tyrannically over the 49 percent, you know, people seem to accept the cage, and they don't realize that that, that the elections have been. I'm I'm convinced that the Romney Obama election in uh, in 2012
1: was rigged. Well, yeah, the, 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 we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, questions about that whole thing. Um, right. I mean, especially just the way that all works and whether or not we can trust it going forward, and and where it all uh, lends uh, lends itself to. But as far as these bigger more ethereal questions about things where what would you say like for example where where do you how do you read the the IRS situation with the eighty seven thousand new agents and and the, the the billions of rounds of bullets and and all that stuff I mean you you had the the full might and power of the uh, the, the federal government come down on you through the SEC as well. Uh, what what do you think this says to the little guy out there and 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 especially now that we know so many years apart another scandal that was never rectified lois lerner and the and the the targeting of of any kind of group that that could have been a thorn in the side to the establishment what what do you think about that in the grand scheme of what happened
5: once again obama obama weaponized the irs through through lois lerner she wasn't found in contempt of congress like uh like Banyan was, she took thirty thousand emails and, and flushed them. Uh, she was the one that was going after conservative groups. She was stopping and, and once again, this was a specific effort to go after anybody that could have challenged Barack Obama in the twenty uh, in the uh, in the twenty twelve election. And what they did is that they stopped anybody that had a pack. They, they shot anything that had the word Christian, uh, Ameri- excuse me, American, Israel, um, Jewish. Uh, you know any of these uh, uh, any of these buzzwords they they made it a living hell they made it so that you couldn't get the pack they blocked the packs for, for the tax free aspect they went after people and look what's going to happen they'll be able to crush uh, socially with the tax code and you know once again you're talking about an agency that is completely and utterly lawless they are absolutely lawless and they have a code uh, that you're supposed to know by the way which is 19 feet high which is not Actually indexed in any way, shape, or form. They have still they have no definition. And this is this is absolutely true. They have no definition for the word income. So, for example, if you're if you're earning a wage where you're you're trading 40 hours a week of your time in your life and you get paid, let's say a thousand dollars a week or whatever, that's not income. That's that's a, a that's a trade of time. Income is um, money that makes money. There's a biblical version of income. Whereas if you own an apartment building, that's income because you're not working to make that money coming in. Um, if you run a bank and you get interest on money, that's income, because it's not you doing physical work. Physical work cannot be taxed. So they still have in the tax code, they won't give you an actual definition of income. Their tax code is not, is not. Uh, uh, you know, again, it is an index. And what I got in trouble for is because I'd figured out their system. I'd read their books, I'd read what's called the waffet Code, I'd read all these things. And working with a, a CPA, who had already gotten like $14 million back for his for his clients because he was forcing the banks to pay their proper share of if you put money in the bank, the bank gets to fractionalize it, loan $0.99 cents out for every dollar that you put into the bank. Well, they owe you that money at the end of the year, but they trick you and they make you think, well, that's your income, and now you have to pay taxes on it. So, you know, and that's how – by the way, the IRS still owes me $4.2 million. Well, I, I, I hope you get that back. <laughs> well, and the, but that's the point. The point is that they decided that, well, we're just going to go after you and try to throw you in jail instead of paying you the money that we actually owe you. Now, the accountants who had figured the system out and got the money back for their clients, they got dragged into court by the, by the IRS to make them stop filing their paperwork. Not that they'd done anything wrong. It was, uh, these were civil suits. As far as the SEC goes, they hit me with a bunch of stuff that wasn't even me. They subpoenaed a company in Florida that just had the same name as us. And then they went ahead anyway and said, "Well, you claim to be psychic and you made all this money, and uh, and being psychic is impossible. So we're going to charge you with fraud." And the whole thing was, the whole thing was kind of thrown out by the judge anyway. So um, they made a huge deal about it and made it look like I ripped people off. There, it, there's been a 15-year campaign to savagely smear me, primarily because I messed with Area 51. You know, I filmed the base for the first time and I wrote these books. But from the day I wrote the books, you know, they they started coming after me because there's so much classified information in those books. There's probably 37 different things that I could probably go to prison for, for breaking the broken the Secrets Act. But that's why, you know, so anyway. Well, so I, here, let me give you one other thing while we're talking about space. Uh, some years ago, because I'm a, a student of the crop circles and, you know, all the ET stuff and everything out there, there was, a, uh, there was a crop circle I should have sent you, that one too. And I gave you the graphics of these other crop circles that appeared. But there was a crop circle of the constellation of andromeda actually uh, in the fields and we predicted that there was going to be some kind of explosion or some kind of uh some kind of big thing was going to happen in the area of the sky where this constellation is well lo and behold predicting it again there was something that exploded in that area of the sky like i said this is about 10 years ago and it formed a, a a ginormous blue cloud and there were people that were thinking that this was the hopi prophecy of the, uh, the Blue Star Comet. And it became the largest object in the solar system. It became bigger than the sun, this blue cloud. And uh, we actually went out to Sedona, Arizona, to go take a look at it. And um, it, was, it was pretty impressive when you get up the uh, higher altitudes and look at it from the sky. Well, two things have happened recently in the crop circles, uh, one right after another, and this has to do with my, my Sands of Time books, that there's a symbol in, in Sands of Time that was, that was basically transmitted to us by the Andromeda Council, when they offered to step in and kind of protect Earth from what appears to be some kind of invading force that's heading towards us. And um, that symbol appeared. It's sort of like their version of Space Force. And that very detailed symbol appeared in the crop circles. I actually sent you the graphic of it. Um, Now, there's another crop circle, which is now showing you in um, an an ASCII uh, 8 language, a computer language, but it's the computer... It's the actual uh, glyph that represents uh, the constellation of Andromeda, which is supposedly this council of all these various kind of friendly races. And uh, within it is a computer code in in, uh, ASC2 that basically says, it says evolved and then it says loved. So you can actually read it, go one way where it says loved and another way where it says evolved
1: and, um, and does this so, have, does this have anything uh any kind of you do you believe that these messages have anything to do with uh, upcoming events
5: yes yeah I mean it's it's the biggest event ever it's the it's the war in space that's talked about in the Bible which is the Archangel Michael uh, versus the the red dragon the great dragon in the sky I mean it details the battle as being the red dragon he wounds the Archangel Michael which is a which is a consortium of uh I don't know, various races, you know, the Andromedans, the Pleiadians, the octorians are, are a big player in this. And um, he's Michael's wounded, and he casts the serpent down to the earth, and then there's a battle that entails in that. Well, this is this is the story of Albelo, like this is the story of, uh, of uh, you know, the Philadelphia Experiment, Project Rainbow, and, you know, all of this. So, you know, there are huge events that are about to come, including, you know, I've been standing for years since, like, 1994, that in the early 2020s that we would have major problems with the Chinese, a Chinese invasion first Taiwan and then Japan and uh, uh, Korea, and this this would start to form the alliance of the kings of the East, which is spoken of as a 200 million man army, uh, you know, in the Book of Revelation. And uh, there's not a lot of stuff that you can tag as far as things coming true in the in the Book of Revelation, but you know this one interesting because it literally results in a quite possibly a massive invasion of the United States by the kings of the east by the Chinese communists now there's a whole biblical version that talks about how it all happens in the valley of Armageddon Armageddon uh, which is Armageddon but I have a whole theory that um, the second land that's prepared in the wilderness is actually the United States and the place that's really Armageddon Armageddon which is the um, uh, the plateau of judgment is Denver Colorado, because Denver Denver is the secondary federal capital, and it would move uh, COG, continuing of government, would move from Washington, D.C. directly to Denver, um, and Denver's a plateau. The word word den means to judge. Ver actually means plateau. So Denver means plateau of judgment, and that's a reason possibly why uh, they built the Denver airport at a cost of $25 billion and why it is uh, directly dead center. It's where all the underground jet tubes and tunnels from all the various bases, the underground bases under Edwards, under the Ant Hill, uh, in the Antelope Valley, uh, the Dulce Mesa, they all terminate right there at the center hub. And uh, should DC be destroyed, which is only six city blocks, uh, they would move the entire COG, Continuity of Government, would move to Denver, with about two hundred fifty thousand troops for you know within forty-eight hours. So, bing bang boom, you have this you have this attack on Trump, on eight eight two two. On the day, on the day, the reason this was such a big thing is because you have Saturn. I'm sorry, Pluto, at 27 degrees Capricorn. Now it moved the first time the way I predicted the uh, uh, the Ukrainian war for February 22nd because that's the first time it moved to 27 degrees Capricorn, and it was going to begin to just shatter uh, governments and whatever else. Now please remember, even though they're making Vladimir Putin into a huge villain, if you study the prophecies. Of Fatima, um, way back when the three little kids talking to the angels and Fatima and the massive appearance, which has been proven a thousand times over, and then if you look at the prophecies of Edgar Casey, the only thing that he's really been right about since 2005 is all of these prophecies say that that Russia, Russia, is going to save the world. That they are the ones in our friendship with Russia. And Baba Vanga too.
1: Sorry. Baba Vanga was very was very uh, right on spot on about uh, about Russia and, and Putin. I think she actually uh, identified him
5: uh, Well I'd agree. I mean I, you know if you study political science, you know it's uh, <clears throat> excuse me um, I mean he stopped war in Syria. Uh, he stopped uh, he didn't manage to save Libya. <clears throat> he stopped wars in Georgia, which was the United States and, and Israel. Um, you know, starting that conflict every single time. And by the way, remember, he's the one that gave up Eastern Europe. He's the one that moved all of his short-range nuclear missiles out of Eastern Europe with the deal that NATO not expand. You know, it was called the uh, oh, who was the secretary of state? It was called basically called the you know the Baker Affirmation. And what's happening is that now they want Ukraine to join NATO, which Russia said is not going to happen. Right. And then Zelensky said he was going to put nuclear weapons on the border against Russia, so they invaded two days later. So this has been a case where over and over and over again, you know, Putin has tried to make peace, and we keep poking him in the eye with a stick. So, um,
1: so between, I, so between, cause I, I have a couple more things I, I have to do before we, we end here in, uh, in at nine. So I, I just want to nutshell this with you. So between what you have seen, what you saw coming with, uh, eight, eight, and then we have a, a convergence of a few other things, which you believe are going to be a, a major battles and, and shifts and uh, for the future of humanity in very biblical ways. Uh, when you think all this really culminates? What would you say? Well, oh,
5: this is the end game, man. I mean, we've got we've got oh. you know you've got 24 months.
1: Oh, we're, we're, we're now this in, is a two in, this is a two years.
5: So you say this is all in
1: a two year span?
5: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's happening. You know, Bing bang boom, all the way down the run. And uh, again, Pluto, 22nd it moves. I mean, I could go through all the dates, with you, but you don't have time. But you know, February 22nd it moved to that that point, which starts the war with. Uh, Ukraine and Russia, which is literally a war between the United States, the deep state guys in the United States. You knew that they were gonna start a war with the Russians. You knew that they were using Russia like Joe McCarthy, you know, and beating you overhead with always Russian collusion. This is the this is the logical termination of their plan where they have to take out Russia because Russia's Russia was taking out the uh the biological warfare stuff, they were taking out the missiles, they were taking out um you know Zelensky's people don't understand this he's a nazi he's an honest to god raiders of the lost art you know nazi and what they were doing is they were they were terrorizing and torturing and murdering a genocide in the donbass region and the donbass region which is ethnically russian begged the russians for help and okay and, and also let's just let's move forward through it number one um, um if you fold the $100 bill, the new $100 bill is a certain way, and I can show it to you, and I can send you a graphic of it. It shows New York City being destroyed by a wave, by a tidal wave. The front of it actually becomes a missile, an upside-down missile, and the back of it looks like uh, looks like a tidal wave coming through. It's the same shot as you saw in Independence Day with a destruction wave coming down, uh, uh, coming down the boulevard. That's number one that's kind of interesting. If you, if you saw when they redid the money, in the late 90s and you took, a, you took a 5 and a 10 and a 20 and a 50 and you fold them all like airplanes they basically give you a scenario an exact scenario of nine eleven. it's interesting that that symbolism is on the back of the $100 bill that's number one you gotta send that in number two um, you can do it yourself I can show you how to do it on, on air where you
1: just fold it I don't have it. a $100 bill why do you think I have a $100 bill on me that doesn't, that doesn't yeah, that's exist. why you're doing a podcast
5: yeah exactly <laughs> so number two um, we got a new pope coming you know whether or not uh uh Francis is going to resign um, or um, die and now he's talking about resigning which would be interesting because then we would have two living emeritus popes which has not happened in in 750 years the next pope that comes in I believe will be the pope of the glorious olive branch which was predicted by uh, uh, Father Malachi he was a 10th century prophet if that is true then I think that the pope comes in with a peace deal uh, between the Russians and the Ukrainians and and you know, brokers a piece, so he's a big hero. After he gets done, uh, you then have Petrus Romanus, which is Peter of Rome, mm-hmm. and he's the one that supposedly is the, the last of the popes. And if you go back to the Fatima prophecy, um, Rome is possibly overrun by Islam, and uh, the pope dies. He's machine gunned on top of the, the bodies of a bunch of uh, cardinals dressed in red. Uh, if you if you if you put all the prophecies together. Uh, that's what goes down but the that's, two, problem, that's 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 so. two
1: popes that they have to do uh, we, we have you need one that needs to retire right now or die and then you have to have another one that comes in and then and then the one that replaces him is uh peter the roman and yep. so that, that's that's all going to happen within two years or or that that's, goes I, it's happening quick
5: it's it's all it's in this period we'll, we'll of time. see you know the the other the only other good part of this is and this is kind of weird but we're in a period from 1999 to 2039, the Great Pyramid uh, predicted, you know, just a mass culling of humanity, a culling of men and animals, as Madame Blavatsky said. Um, although her death star has not appeared, there's supposed to be a star that's going to appear in the constellation of Cygnus the Swan on its left wing, and it hasn't happened. NASA just threw its hands up and said, we don't know where it went, um, even though they were predicting it for June 1st, and it hasn't occurred yet. But Blavatsky said that this year would be the great calling of men and animals. You have to remember too; they're preparing food shortages right now. They're murdering whole herds of cattle. They're slaughtering. Um, they're poisoning herds of cattle. They're poisoning flocks of sheep. Uh, they've destroyed something like 46 food processing plants. They, you know, this is all being prepared. It's not just the fuel, but it's the fertilizer as well that needs nitrates for the fuel that they're cutting off. So you're looking at the entire world about ready to become Sri Lanka, where the most peaceful people in the world, all Buddhists, are, you know, are running into the government houses and, and taking everything over. You know I'm not sure if they even have a president right now, but it's because you know they're starving the population to death. So you starve the population, you, you cut their fuel, their fuel supplies because, oh, everybody likes trees. Then you turn uh, whatever it is, 46,000, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, IRS agents who are completely lawless who can take your property, lean your property with no due new, new process of law. 87,000.
1: Stop... 87,000. It's 87,000? 87,
5: well, yeah, yeah and, and 5 million guns and billions of rounds of ammunition. Now, if it was, you know, green visors and, and arm guarders or something, you know, I mean, I'd be a little less worried. That these, and, But these are guns supposedly for accountants. And having been somebody who's been at the other end of a, an IRS gun, um, they have no mercy. They have no uh, – uh, they're monsters, these people. They're absolute monsters, and they're doing using it through the tax code because they have everybody convinced that if it involves money in the tax code that you don't have any constitutional rights, and you don't because they do everything by agreement. They say, oh, you signed this piece of paper, therefore we can take anything from you because um, the contractual law supersedes constitutional law. The one other thing where Clarence Thomas may jump up and be a hero is that Clarence Thomas has said – uh, the two cases that he's wanted in front of the Supreme Court – well, actually, he wanted abortion as well. He got that one because he, he, uh, he wanted one on guns, which they got, and he did. And you'll notice that they just glossed right over it and still passed a bunch of laws in places like New York that doesn't allow you, allow you to carry a gun. And the other one was a tax case. He absolutely wanted a tax case because he thinks that the way the IRS behaves is a total travesty, and it is. They can't just – I mean they can't just assess you without due process. They can't just take things without due process and they do it every single day. Mm. So giving them all these guns, giving them more power, are, they're telling you that they're about ready to declare war on you. They are telling you that the war is on and I think that the trigger on our side has been the lion's gate with, with again, Trump being a lion in this in this scenario. Them invading his house, especially in the land of Ron DeSantis and, you know, taking, taking the stuff out of that safe which is, I believe, his plans for just firing everybody in the Justice Department, wiping out everybody at FBI, uh, certainly wiping out Christopher Wray. I certainly hope. But these are these were his appointees. This is the stuff where exactly these are all the people that have betrayed him, all the people that have betrayed us. So either he's not as smart as he claims, but you need somebody with some experience, and the people that could have protected us, the American people, that were the people that. Uh, You know, had the plan, if if you will. Trump got rid of him like the first six months.
1: Oh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Sean. Um, I I would not need to write down any of my plans. If the plan is to, to, to pare down the, the, the federal government and shatter it into a million pieces, I, yes. would not, I, would need to, I would not need to write any of that down on any piece of paper. That would be the easiest thing for me to remember. Um, but we are running up on the end of the show here, so if you can please, I know I, I wanted to bring you back for, for just a little bit of a, uh, a victory lap because of what we, how we, 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 we talked about this particular week uh, over a month ago and, and here we are and it's a pretty significant one I'd love to have you back on another Thursday night with Rob so we can talk about Area 51 and all that yeah. other all that other good stuff but please let everybody know real quick um, how they can find all of your work I know you're still doing radio and uh, let them know
5: um, it's pretty easy Strange Universe Radio uh, as I said I created a show uh, that was one of the shows that created the sci-fi channel I'm sorry the, the, the CW which is UPN back in the day uh, so it's strangeuniverseradio.com. I'm still on uh, every night from uh, from 10 to midnight. Uh, you can find all our products there. You can uh, you can download my movie, my award-winning movie, Joe Killianer. Uh, you can download all the books or, or get orders from the books. That's Sands of Time 1 and 2. Sands of Time 3 is uh, the Isomer Protocol. Uh, the next one is uh, Sands of Time Book 4, which is Act 1 of Time Runner. And I'm sitting here working on uh, Act 2 and 3 right now, and I'm <laughs> trying to... And I'm going to start apparently some kind of radiation treatment in the next, uh, couple of weeks. So I'm just, I'm just typing away to try to try to, you know, get books done and information out there before it's kind of a, it's kind of a race against death now.
1: Well, listen, I, I, I appreciate the time you came on here tonight. And, uh, so, uh. I, I knew it had to be something serious because we were we were really enthusiastic and ready to go and I know there's a lot of people including myself who are wishing you nothing but the best and in, in your in your recovery and uh, And and I can't wait to have you back on and I, I know so when that, you're
5: laying on the sidewalk Looking at this guy going. I really got someplace to be. I hope somebody would help me up." Jeez, but uh, you're, you're, you're really great. You're gonna be a You're gonna be a great in this in this field uh, because you have curiosity because you do follow up because you, 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 you have a breadth and, uh, you have a width and breadth and knowledge of the, of, of, of the, uh, material. And I think you're great. And I think you're the best. And I think you're going to be one of the greats. So just, you know, just keep at it no matter what.
1: Well, thank you, Sean. I, and, and seriously, I appreciate you and and thank you for the compliments and I cannot wait to have you back on. In fact, I'll talk to you afterwards, and we'll put down a uh, we'll put down a, a, a date for either late September or early October, since it's spooky season, and we want to talk about some spooky shit with you.
5: A lot of spooky stuff out there, man. It's all it's all interdimensional. People people are kind of silly because they think it's all fun to open up dimensional doorways, and they have no
1: idea the kind of weird stuff that lives on the other side of those doors.
5: And well, they open them, but they don't know how to close them.
1: See, I want to learn about the opening the closing, a little bit more about remote viewing and uh, the extraterrestrial question because it's so multifaceted these days for a lot of people, and that'll be a good one. Thanks for everything, Sean. Have a great night. You're welcome. Thank you, Frank. All right, take care. Strange Universe. Yeah, go clean it up. Get some hydrogen peroxide in that thing. All right, so Strange Universe, that's how you can find Sean. David Morton, who is an author, he's a remote viewer, he has produced numerous of well-known television and radio shows, and has uh, actually been a popular guest on legendary programs with the likes of people like Art Bell. Uh, We we played Sean David Morton, one of his appearances, many appearances on Coast to Coast in 1995 on the network a couple of weeks ago. That was funny. He produced... ...and appeared on things like Hard Copy and Geraldo and Sightings, The Other Side, Montel, countless others. So, um, he's a great guy and he's done a lot of good work. And I'm sorry to hear that he took that spill. But it makes a lot of sense. Because I've been ghosted before. But not by people who are so enthusiastic to come on. By other people who are just like, sure, sure, I'll come on. And then it's like, it's like pulling teeth to get confirmation... That's not the case with Sean, so I wish him the best, and and thank you all so much for for being here. Let me just make sure I check all of the Super Chats. All the Super Chats. Seems like we have a lot more to look forward to here in the next couple of years. Revolution says, that's what I get for trying to fit an entire call's worth of info into two and a half, two and fifty characters. I was trying to say my Twitter account was registered in March of 2011, so nearly 12 years old. Oh, okay. I get you. Stow says, a little something for the show, Frank. Great work, brother. Great week. Thank you, Stow Stoop. Dooku Dan says, if I win, please ask Matt to add a drawing of George Washington and have Duchess do a paw print. Prayers for you, your family, and Skip. I just saw... You know, I started getting an itch because while while I was on with uh, Sean, maybe about 10, 15 minutes ago, I saw Skip trying to call me, which... I've been trying to call him for a while now, uh, so I'm, I'm going to call him as soon as I get off the air here. Uh, Shotzi says something more. Oh, that's it. Thank you again. That's, that's from before, call, call for prayers and all that. Um, salty sea biscuits. Thank you. Thank you, Ben Q. Lurkin. Tom Ford. I mean, there's a lot going on in here now. A lot going on. Gold pill. Did I release the scratching by accident? There's so many people here, getting scratching shit. What's going on? Chill. Stow stew with the cookies. Dropping out all, all over everybody. Thank you guys and gals so much. Um, yep. That's it for us tonight. I hope that you enjoy yourself. Tomorrow is another day, and we'll get to uh, more pressing issues. We have a great in guest, in studio guest, Nick Fad. He is a, uh, aside from a, a blogger, and he, uh, he loves history, he's also a musician, a guitarist, and uh, we've become good friends over the years, so he's going to be in here chilling out, and I hope that you enjoy what I know will be a good show. So, that being said, keep the ones you love close, and find a way to relax and enjoy your evening. Maybe I'll be able to get the second-to-last episode of Better Call Saul in when I get home, but who knows, I have to figure out food first, so... Until tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And thank you to Sean David Morton. I'll
2: catch you on the flip side.
1: Frankly's film before a live studio audience, and now our super chatter starting with Revolution, Stoszube, Duku Dan, Shotzi, Gino, Witchy Poo 22, Amethyst Cat, Kim for Babies, and yes, another big big happy birthday to Aria Luna, eight years old. Wowie, Sean King Kraka, Revolution, and B Mulaney. Tomorrow is another day. Thank you for tonight.
5: sleep with my wife.